Welcome back to another edition of the No Further Comments Podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. This is episode number 35. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacham. And to my left... To the left. ...is the talented, very well-informed... Lightweight. No pen, no Snapchat... No Snapchat. No Venmo, no cell phone service. He is a local fashion icon, Glenn Riley. What it do, man? I'm going to give you a pen. Here you go. No longer penless. <laughs> you know the song? I'm familiar with the track, but I can't identify the lyrics. Virginia by the Clips. Oh, okay. That's right. Lord Willing was the 15th anniversary yesterday of that album. Really? And today and is? Today is the day of the Eclipse. How about that? How about that? The timing. Yeah. This is a great track. Pharrell. So the eclipse uh, was was utter BS. Did you get a chance to go outside no, and put I your glasses on? Did you watch it on TV? Uh, I, I I didn't either. They um, there was an eclipse when I was a kid, uh, probably second to fourth grade, I'm guessing, and we made the boxes like yep. you make with the the cereal box, right? I got I got a good cereal story to tell you later on as well. Okay, but um, it was it was a letdown. They they hyped up the clip so much back then, and it was like this is nothing compared to the hype that they were making for it. It was it was nothing, and and I made a mental note come next to clips, you know, whatever is is no big whoop, and, right? And and I think I was I was validated by today's Here we are today. response. Like like no no one. And- the next one's twenty twenty four. Well, keep keep your glasses, people. <laughs> Mario, front and center, our super producer. Did you get a chance, Mario, to go outside and see the solar eclipse? I went outside, but I did not uh, look, nor did I care about the eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> why, why weren't you? Why weren't you feeling it? Obviously, it's, Glenn. There's more important things in the world going on. Okay, all well, right. Well, Fair it's essential. Like I, I said last night, is you can't get the glasses. Um, at nighttime, turn on a flashlight and slowly move a compact disc in front of it. That that that's basically what it is. It's not it's not like fireworks or something that's kind of impressive to see on its own. I don't know. It's just kind of like like it's a circle that's slowly being replaced by another circle, and then the circle moves on, and the the original circle remains. Like that is as as nature's tricks go. That's one of the lamest, and people were acting like, like you know, that this was this was like the Northern Lights or something, Aurora Borealis or something. This, this was nothing. It was a big deal. It was a big deal for many, so that they can put pictures on the IG. I saw so many IG pictures of people with the glasses. It is, and then first of all, or not first of all, but one of the things I was concerned with, they say if you stare at the eclipse. You can obviously ruin your eyes and go blind, which Trump did today. And you're going to lose. You're, you're going to risk that with some glasses that cost two dollars. Yeah, that that doesn't seem like a, a, well, a bet that I'm willing to make. With as that well. being with that being said, my, my mom called me uh-huh. and she said, "Hey, meet me at Kroger at two like two twenty nine. I've got an extra pair of these glasses." And I said, <laughs> "She got like an extra pair from a friend." Got I the said. I got it for the Lolo. I said, Mom, I, I don't I don't want to do it. She's yeah. like, Why? I was like, I, I just don't trust that. And she's like, Oh, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. I was like, I just I just don't trust it. I don't want to do it. 
well, one thing I had a problem with is is with kids viewing this, you know, kids are just disobedient for no reason. Right. And I would be kind of iffy if my child was in school and it's 30 kids and one kid just says, oh, I'm just going to, you know, wing it without using the yeah. glasses. And next right. thing you know, my child's blind because, you know, he was just being a jerk that day. And hey, if I had a child, it would be a jerk. That I looked at it today as I was walking back into my into the building. You looked at it? I did. Really? I didn't stare at it. Yeah, I that's looked. the deal. Can Pe- you see me okay, Mario? Your yeah, sight still good? I can see fine. Okay. But if I just so happen to go blind, some some things in life, <laughs> I, yeah, it's I still long have term. yet to see. So I'm going to cherish these last couple hours with my, with my eyesight. Yeah, you, and you'll still pick Paul George as the MVP, right? Blind Speaking or not blind? Speaking of that. Speaking of that. I got hit off with the gift card today. Mario's a man of his word. We need like the the and, fake applause. And I, and I'm salty because Mario doesn't have the podcast anymore and, and um, the practice time podcast, which I wanted to to you know check out occasionally just to get more things to uh, make bets off of it. But, <laughs> so we're gonna have to get get Mario Mario a vehicle up and running. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He broke you off with the gift card. However. Our bet is still on Mario, the 305-pound club for bench press. Where are we at? Well, I have to move it back until next <laughs> week because this week I'm going to Florida. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you had, you had two weeks from the time we talked about it. Now you're saying you need an extra week because you have to take a trip. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to Florida. Glenn? Well, it was last week we, we made the bet, right? Correct. Yeah, so so next Monday will be the two week time period. So I don't know. You 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 can you can do this via Skype. It's get kind of sketchy, Mario. I don't know. Well, I'm not, and, well, I'm gonna be in Florida, so I won't be I won't be using my time to just sit around lifting weights. We no. just gotta do it one time for for the for the people. But that mean it makes sense. I mean, it's not like he's practicing while he's down there. But he could be. He could be getting special training. That's what the, I'm worried about. He could be at the IMG Academy. That's what I'm worried about. He's, I, I think Mario has a look, look, look at him smiling. I think he has a secret plan. He's got to go down. That's where uh, Balco was located, right? Yes. Yeah, That. that's it. Yeah, my secret plan is to link up with OJ Mayo and cheat the game. Oh, did you read that article yet? I Have you read that article yet? No. There's an article that just came out. Really? And uh, they How much money did that cat lose? He Considering the way the contracts are going now, OJ Mayo missed well, out on not only an easy 70, 70 mil. Not only that, the position he played. You don't even need to be. <laughs> but how old is he right now? Twenty eight. How old is he really? Okay, or, we, we got he got get he can get get back in. OJ Mayo's an NBA player. Well, I need to read the articles. Okay. Uh, apparently, you know he he they interview him. It's just not an article about. Uh-huh. OJ. I mean, they, they interviewed Yeah, yeah, no him. doubt. So I'm interested to read it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Okay. M- Mario, did you have a chance to read it or bits and pieces? I just saw a couple quotes uh, basically talking about how he cheated He cheated the game by using uh, – he was doping, I guess. So he, 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 did, he, did he say he didn't do cocaine? Well, he said he was using performance-enhancing drugs. Did, but did he comment on the, the accusations that he was on coke? No, no. Okay. All right, not did. from what I saw. Okay, cocaine's not a performance enhancer, Alex. <laughs> In some ways, it is. But yeah, he said it's he was on like two or three years. 
He said what? Said he was. He said he was cheating the game for like two or three years. <laughs> I like the fact that Mario keeps using the term "cheating the game." Well, that's what he said. I mentioned to read that article. I, I, I wish I would have had a chance, but the article just—I mean, was it today? It came out. Yeah. yeah right. One, not, one, not long ago. One might ask why we'd even mention it. <laughs> Mario. Mario brought it up. Yeah. Um. One thing I want to bring up real quick. Yeah. And um, it, it was funny, and this is. A little bit about myself, but I got a um, a message today from a parent of a kid that plays basketball in my program, uh-huh. and she went on to, and unbeknownst to me, I didn't know she was going to do this, but she went on to Amazon to find a copy of my book, okay. Walk of a Lifetime. Uh-huh. So she sent me a, a direct message. She said she, she got a copy of the book. It just came in the mail. She slid in a deal. She cheated. <laughs> and she said that... Um, you know, she's excited for her kids to read it. And then she said, she said, I'm glad I could get a copy because she said, I, I can't afford the collectible edition of your book for $2,000. I'm like, what? And so I responded like, you know, great. You got the book. Give me your, give me your feedback. What $2,000 book are you talking about? Yeah. So she sent me these screenshots. She said, I made a mistake. There's a copy. There's two copies of my book uh-huh. on Amazon. One is almost five thousand dollars, and the other one is two thousand. And she sent me a screenshot of it. What's the deal with that? Big baller brand books. I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. Like, is it signed? Uh, I I did. Matter of fact, the one she received for nineteen bucks. Yeah, well, you is, need to be you need to be reaping reaping some of these proceeds, obviously. And I screenshot it. I'm, I'm going to show you. Okay. Oh, look at it. Look at the price on that. Yes, yeah, insane. Yeah. And then there there was another one. For for for. Two. Oh man. I mean, how bizarre is that? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. So I called one of the writers, uh-huh. Sam. Yeah. And apparently, you can go on Amazon. I don't go on Amazon very much, and you can actually research the seller. Okay. I don't know how in depth you can get, but he's going to try to research and see who it is. So now, are there others available for for a regular yes. price? Uh, like there was one for seventeen, one for like sixteen bucks. Yeah, no, normal prices. Right. Yeah. So what what are they? Do they? I mean, I guess he'll find out. What what's the validation for the? Glenn, Glenn or, uh, uh, Sam seems to think Glenn that one of the books we did a book signing. <laughs> I know you're going to laugh. We did a book signing with Oscar Robertson okay. one time. And there were about 10 books that I signed and Oscar signed. Okay. That still doesn't make still, it. Yeah, yeah, because you can you get Oscar Robinson's autograph for, for in the $20 range. Right. So. But he, he's still like, I don't get – and listen, you can go online. Listen, you can go on online and, and on Amazon and make something any price you want. Yeah, However, exactly. how do you come up with that number – for that book. Well, what I did when I posted it was I said, "Look up." No. <laughs> but that, that's 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 funny. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully get a if if check in a couple months and if those are sold, then then you you about to you about to rake rake in this winter. I'm gonna start putting some of mine up for yeah the ones that I own. To tell you, big baller brand books. Well, if you bought them all, and then people saw those two, and then you saw another one for say four hundred dollars, you'd be like. I got to get in on this because this is right. obviously I know like Bill Walsh wrote a book uh-huh. and it regularly sells like for like $800 where he just breaks down like his complete philosophies and football and stuff. Maybe not 800, but I think certainly like around three or 400. 
And I'm just like, why don't the publisher just make more? Because it's not like they're mm-hmm. autographed or anything. It's just a, a rare right. out-of-print book from maybe the 80s. And, it, it, it you know, all the libraries is pretty much missing, like all the wannabe coaches cop it. And it's like, let's make more, people. Right. Stop Stop not making more. Yeah. Well, it's interesting when, when things when things are rare. For example, um, when I was sent that, that image of the book on Amazon, mm-hmm. I went on to eBay and I found a pair of the Ben Fives okay. on eBay for 5000 Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but I'm still I'm just like, wow. Yeah. But there but but with the Ben 5 at least there's there's a rare component with that. Yeah, and I mean it's it's an and established it's, market. Right. Yeah. Anyway, crazy. So, let's jump into the stat game and and before we do that, let me say one thing. No interns today. No interns. We're back to the original three. It's like the the Boston Bruins, the the Montreal Canadiens, and the Detroit Red Wings up in the booth. <laughs> I guess. Well, Nick Niehaus, our intern from OU, has returned to school. Okay. And Nick actually is applying for a job on campus in which, for the local news, the campus news okay. they have, because you know OU has a, a big broadcasting school. Yeah. He's going for a position where he is a, uh, a basketball reporter. Okay, and it's a, and it actually is a is a big time position within the broadcasting field. There. Any, any chance they're in the running for Gary Trent Jr.? Have you heard about this? No, Gary Trent Jr.'s son apparently is 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 also very good at basketball and is is among the top recruits coming up. I'm gonna say no. It's always great to be to hear the the players because always the most random players to have the kid that turns out to be right, great. It's right? Like, yeah, like, turns like, out it's Gary Trent. Huh? I I've not heard about that. Yeah. Well, Nick's off to school. Uh, Palmer Bowman, our other intern, who also goes to OU. Uh huh. He got sick today. Oh, okay. He got a stomach uh, he threw up. virus. That's what you're saying. You're saying throw up, right? That, that's what you're implying. I, 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 it, throw up or it, it might be the other one. I, okay. I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I didn't ask him, okay. but I told him go, Two home, choices. go home and get better. Yeah. And he uh, he also – Shout out to Palmer. He also is leaving uh, for OU on Friday, so okay. he won't be around the, the rest of the time. And then Will, who was coming today – Somebody is killing our interns. <laughs> well, he got into a wreck. I think it's the FBI building over here. I think they're <laughs> you're next. We're, we're, we're next. All right, let's jump into the stat game. So this is what Will worked on this uh, today for some of our stats. So I'm going off of what he sent to me. Oh, okay. We're going to start off with baseball, Glenn. One of your favorite sports. Thirty five, episode thirty five. With baseball, the most runs scored in a game in MLB history. Was thirty five runs. Okay, the score was twenty one to fourteen. The Indians, Cleveland Indians, uh-huh. versus the St. Louis Browns. Yeah, have you heard of the St. Louis Browns? Do you remember them? I owned the St. Louis Browns baseball cap. Brown in, in and high school. Brown, brown and orange. orange. Yep, brown with the orange. Never orange seen bill. one, but I just assumed that. Yeah, and um, it was it was it was a classic cap, man. I used to have a, like a brown suit. Back back when we wore suits to school, <laughs> like a, a, yeah, like a not like, like a like, sweatsuit, but you're talking about a suit, a suit like like the oak tree days where you wear like a oh, suit, man. And like like this is like special ed ed uh, <laughs> tribe called Questies and stuff. You wear that with like a print shirt and right, yeah. killed them with the hat, 
with the hat. Now, were you allowed to take the hat off or leave the hat on at school? Or did you have to take it off? No, the, the, the hat was pretty much much um, removed once once we got to. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Like some of the, um, I think a performing arts was probably cool. I don't know if you could wear it at, at, in class, but I don't know what the headwear policy was. But obviously, Roger Bacon couldn't do it, and and that was out of style by then. I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching TV. I was doing a little bit of binge watching, which okay. I don't do very much, and you know that, Glenn. We know this. Speaking of suits, when I was watching, I love Law and Order. By the way, I watch Law and Order all the time. Okay. I was watching um, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, which is <laughs> a seriously slept on show. That show is, is so goofy on occasion. I was at the, the the car dealership one day getting my joint service, and that happened to be on. And this episode was wild, to say the least. I think somebody had, like, alien powers in it. It was like, what what is this? Like, I always assumed the show was, like, kind of of a, of a serious nature, but I was wrong. I, I think they... I think they were ahead of their time in that <laughs> they knew that if they made something that was so outrageous, yeah. at some point it would it would develop a cult following. Well, they they, they succeeded on on, I on do, that. I, like the, I, I watched one when I was binge watch, and it was like the 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 black dude. Yeah, yeah. They they go into a town where everybody in the town is racist, <laughs> and like. So- so you, so you mean simply it was Virginia? You mean ninety percent of the towns and it's b- below Tennessee? It was the most bizarre episode. It was like it, it was like I, I can't even get into the whole. What the things always but tripped me out is that that he would get into fights with people in just you know backwater Texas, and they would oftentimes conform to the discipline of karate that, that Chuck Norris was throwing at you. It's like, what are you doing? Damn right. <laughs> like, like imagine if you would, if I saw you do a karate position that, okay, so am I. <laughs> this, this, agreed upon styles, brother. Well, 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 back to my point real quick. I was noticing that many of the detectives and police officers in these shows wear suits. And I'm thinking for the life of me, a lot of them are chasing down and fighting criminals. Why are you fighting and chasing down people in full out suits? Not not the not the best attire for for the job. And I'm like, why aren't they wearing Under Armour? Yeah, could there be a better outfit for your particular job? Like you would think. Yeah. And I'm I'm watching it over and over. Why are you shaking your head, Mario? You agree or you shaking your head and they should be wearing suits? They should be wearing suits. Why? Because if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you perform good. You're, you're, if you but perform if you get, good, they pay good. But if you get, if you have to chase somebody down and you're yeah, about to you're get not your ass kicked, good. I mean, you can well, you can look good in, in your in your leisure attire as well as your your formal attire. No one would suggest that the best outfit to fight somebody would be what you wore to prom. And Chuck Norris could fight. Any, <laughs> Chuck Norris could fight anybody in the in a tuxedo that's, that's with a, a top hat. That's a different animal. And that was a fictitious. But I mean, but if it's close though, like you know, you're seeing the move where people pull off the, your jacket over your head, and then it's just it's just gone <laughs> gone from there. <laughs> By the way, I know it's a dirty trick, but if you ever fight somebody and you're at a se- severe disadvantage, just go for the eyes. Poke them in the eye. Poke them in the eyes. 
Well, my thing is always you you throw something at them. Yeah. And the natural reaction is the catch. Yeah. And then you punch them in, in, in their jaw. Bingo. <laughs> All right. We got we got off. I don't know how we went from the St. Louis uh, Browns hat yeah. to uh, Chuck Norris, but we did. I'm going to the uh, Reds versus Cubs game okay. on Thursday. That's a good one to go to. I, I need to. I, I, I need to try to. I haven't gone to a um, Reds game since it tells you like the first game Ken Griffey Jr. played for him. That's like damn near 2000, 2001. We, we, we need to get you at a, at yeah, a game. Yeah, we need to go, go to a game. Mario, when was the last time you've been to a Reds game? I went last year. I went to the the Reds and the Mets. Okay. Okay. I was at the Cubs game in Chicago my first time. Ever at a Cubs game. Okay. And I sat in the bleachers, which yeah. is supposed to be the yeah, experience. Yeah. yeah, I saw a play in Chicago called Bleacher Bumps. Okay. Every year this they do a play, but the, the context of it changes, but it's always called Bleacher Bumps. It's always based on, like, a different experience in, um, at a Cubs game. But, but no, I didn't go to the <laughs> – Well, funny you say that because the reason I want to I say that I went to the Cubs game and, and, and was in the bleacher – one of the guys that I went with, I always tell him whenever I'm out of town and I'm somehow put in a situation where there's somebody that I don't know from out of town with me, I try to find some way somehow that we know somebody yeah. in common. And I'm like, that's always an interesting game to play. And right? in Chicago, sometimes it is common. Nice, nice, nice. Well played. <laughs> so we're in the bleachers at the Cubs game, and it turns out, the guy that's sitting in front of us to my right hears us talking about Cincinnati. Okay. His roommate in college is from Cincinnati, okay. and it turned out to be a kid that I know that played basketball. Oh, wow. High school basketball in Cincinnati. And it I was, was Andrew Benatendi. It was not. <laughs> Although the conversation of Cincinnati started because um, the Kyle guy Forger. from the – Yes, he, he's from Cincinnati. And it, well, he went to Middletown, I believe, okay. right? And so that's how the conversation started. That's just cra- that's crazy. And I was just telling the guy who I went to the game with two hours prior to this that I love playing this game, and it happens right there. What are you going to say, Mario? And what you need to do is watch for this guy named Ian Happ. For when the for see? the Cubs? Yeah. Okay. What's when his name? See, saw him play a lot of games because I did some stuff for the, uh, the broadcasting team there. What, tell me his name again. Ian Happ. Happ. Okay. Does he play a lot? Yeah. Okay. One of their best players. And this is his third year in the majors. Okay. And he played for UC. Second on the team at home runs. Okay. Really? And he played for UC? Yeah. One year. All right. All right. Try to make my way down and talk to him. How about that? Well, Chris Bryant's profile pick is still done by us. Who's? Chris Bryant. Really? Yeah. His profile pick on um, on Twitter. Yeah. Plug, plug. So, yeah, check that out. Nice. It's a him and his wife when they got getting married. Okay. Yeah. How's she look? Oh, she's cute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, 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 I'm so in, it's a cute type. I'm in support of her. Yeah, I, I, I drew her wedding dress and everything. Okay. Yeah. With the details, with the with the, the, the lace and, and everything. It was, it was a, one of my better pieces. <laughs> okay, we'll check it out. Basketball. Basketball. Continuing with our 35. Kevin Durant ruined the NBA. Did you know that <laughs> Kevin Durant wears number 35 in honor of one of his coaches that was murdered at age 35? Wow. That's the reason he wears 35. That's messed up. The other stat I have 
is Michael Jordan is the oldest player to ever lead the league in scoring at age 35. Okay. He averaged 28.7 point game, points per game in 1998. Cool. MJ. Football. Super Bowl 35. Okay. Glenn, you, I think you have a field day on this one. Okay. Super Bowl 35 was in 2001. Okay. The Ravens versus the Giants. Yep. The Ravens, the MVP was from the Ravens. All right. Our friend Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He's made some comments recently. The score was actually 30, right? <laughs> 34 to 7. Almost 35. And that, that 7 was on a kick return. Was it? Yeah, they were salty because their, their defense was, was the yeah yeah all-time top, you know, three or four defenses ever, and, and they were salty that the – if you look at that score, you'll think that it was, you know, that they gave up a touchdown themselves, but it was actually a special teams joint. Gotcha. Well, well, here here's the true prize of Super Bowl thirty five. Mm-hmm. Not the game. Not the game. The national anthem – was sung by the Backstreet Boys. Wow. Halftime performance consisted of Aerosmith, Mary J. Blige, Nelly, Britney Spears, and NSYNC. Wow. Do you remember that? Mm, it seems I remember Aerosmith, but that that's a lot of – I seems yeah. too, too many people. Like, like, just, you know, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I mean, that seems like a bit much because like five songs is That's, probably the maximum you can do, period. So if you got five different groups, I don't know. I mean, that, that's if you're doing everything, you're doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, well and, and speaking of that with music, I want to I want to jump in and I want Mario U, Glenn U to give me. I'm going to give you a list of 10 songs. Okay. And of these 10 songs, I want you to tell me your number one song in, in, uh, of the ones I list, which is the number one. And these songs either consist of the word light, sunshine. We're playing off the eclipse thing. Okay. okay? The, the, the eclipse thing is going to breathe through this podcast. All right. Sadly. Sadly enough. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you 10 right now. Okay. Kanye West, All the Lights. Listen to it today. J. Cole, Lights, Please. I don't, I don't even know this next one. The guy, how you say that? Manford Mans. Yeah. Blinded by the Light. Okay. Rolling Stones, Shine a Light. Bill Withers, Ain't No Sunshine. The Beatles, Here Comes the Sun. Bob Marley, Sun is Shining. Van Halen. Light Up the Sky. Okay. U2, Red Light. Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine. Okay. Mario, we're going to start with you. Out of those 10 that I named, give me your number one Eclipse song for the day. Well, I really want to say all of the lights, but the 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 music lover in me is going to say Bill Withers, Ain't No Sunshine. Okay. Great song. Solid. Solid. I'm saying all the lights. I think all the lights is arguably Kanye's best beat as far as No, no, what am I talking about? I'm 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 thinking of uh, um 
what's the one? Flashing lights. Flashing lights. Yeah. Okay. I think flashing lights. I don't think you picked the best light related song of of Kanye's catalog. <laughs> Kanye's catalog. But it seems to have a lot. So I've got to probably say uh, if that's the case, um, the Beatles. Here, here comes the sun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Little darling, it's been a long. Keep it moving. No, I, I was. I know. I know. I just, you know. You, get you, catch, you catch it on the mixtape. <laughs> one last. I got one last thing for you here with with a thirty five. What was yours? What was your song? <clears throat> Mine. I'm. I, I do lean towards um, Bill Withers. Okay. Ain't no sunshine. One I, of my I, favorite new songs this year is by Shabazz Palaces, which is the group headed by former Digable Planets mm-hmm. uh, Butterfly mm-hmm. called Shine a Light. And that is cut. I've never look, heard it. F- feel free to look that one up in your spare time, kids. That that, that That's actually um, um, podcast promo music worthy. Okay. Yeah. So Let's check it out. Yeah. Who produced it? I don't know, but it features a dude by the name of Thadalak. Thadalak? I guess his name is Thad. Uh, right. And he's called Thadalak. So I mess with featuring it. Featuring Thadalak. And you, you and I are all about the name. Yeah. Like, your, your hip-hop name could sell the song. Yeah. Remember remember when I hipped you to Chief Keith? Oh, yeah. Chief Keith, <laughs> I, I was sold immediately. I, you hipped to uh, Kingpin Skinny Pimp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Out of Louisville? We've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of my, my rap name being, being Kang Gorgeous. But Kang, K-A-N-G. You know what I'm saying? I think that 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 that's that's that's, that's some, a real real quality to it. What would the what would the first track be? Uh, I don't know, but the mixtape is is gonna be called um, Luxor Sweets. <laughs> the only way I'm buying in Glenn <laughs> is if it's a capital G on that. Lu- oh yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Lu- Luxor Sweets. Another, another mixtape is uh, the Lost Whips of Uday Hussein, which which I'm working on right now. <laughs> What's it called? The Lost Whips of Uday Hussein. <laughs> It's a real thing that 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 Saddam Hussein's okay son was like like apparently the sons were just just capital assholes like they were like they were like super just jerks whatever but they had like all these like dope cars and when you know everything went down they kind of like had to flee and it's kind of like people have like kind of like randomly discovered like their cars I don't know if they tried to hide them but but it's like okay. it's like dope cars of like the 90s and stuff in like the late 80s so uh i made up like a fake book cover i, I might, might actually just write the book i need to get get with you for the uh, um the self-printing um techniques or whatever but yeah and we're gonna sell for five thousand we got sell for five thousand may, may as well big ball of brand books hey if you don't value it what who will <laughs> one last stat for 35 for All you right. and this is this is not sports related so listen up, Mario. Putting you putting you on the game. All right. By the time you are thirty five, how old are you, Mario? Twenty seven. By the time you are thirty five, Mario, eight more years. You should have twice your annual income saved if you plan to retire at sixty five. So at thirty five, you should have seventy. Thousand in the bank. Uh yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, I'm trying to think where I was at when I was 35. I was, I probably had 
Mm, probably near a hundred. A hundred. Yeah. I mean, so, you gotta you gotta start stacking. This is some financial advice, people, and and, and people disregard it. Yep. <laughs> I already know where you're gonna go. Spoken, but but you basically. If possible, you want to max out your IRA limit every single year. And right now, that's $5,500. So if you can save that and it comes off your earnings, that's the, the benefit of, of the Roth because you um, – so if you made $30,000 this year, you would only report twenty four five on your taxes because you deducted a certain amount for your own retirement. Mm-hmm. So in addition to whatever – your job is paying you in retirement. You also are doing that on your own because that's IRA stands for individual retirement account. And you just put in a mutual fund, hopefully something aggressive because you're young and you want to make sure your the broker ain't ripping you off. If, right. if, if not, if you don't trust your broker, just put it in um, an index fund, which is basically just like a collection of the top 500 companies in, in, in the country and you just ride it out. And the annual yield for the stock market over the past 85 years is 9.3%. And you can pretty much dictate it to the time you're like, eh, if you start at 20, you'll be a millionaire by the time you're, say, 53. So there you go, people. Mario, you listening? I'm listening, yeah. Knowledge? Yeah, I mean, you're dropping it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We we could just frame that 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 last section. Just just do a cutout and just just get that yeah. into the people. Listen, you and I have talked about that yeah. over and over. Now you have a cereal story. You said, "Well, you know I'm a connoisseur of cereals, right?" Uh, I know you like cereal. I didn't know you were a connoisseur. I, I consider myself a connoisseur. What's your favorite cereal? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> My favorite cereal of all time was discontinued. In 1984, but it was called Waffleos, and Waffleos, as you may suspect, tasted like waffles. And it like was, Waffle Crisp. I'm, I'm gonna get to that. Waffle Crisp would be similar to Waffleos, but Waffle Crisp uses the like cinnamon sugar that they have on it, and it always like gets your hands messy. Waffleos was dry. And, and 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 that was the difference. And Waffles is <laughs> wait, wait, and wait, wait. Waffles ran from 1979 to 1984. I'm looking at the the box. It's it's Waffalo Bill is, yeah. is is the guy's name. He had a horse as well. Yep. Yeah, you, don't, you don't have to you don't have to show me Waffles. I'm, I'm making I'm, 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 I'm making sure you. I see the right thing because this is hard to believe. <laughs> you're, you're damn right. There's a Waffalo. So with I, artificial maple syrup. Yeah, but but that touch of maple made all the difference. So I'm in Target yesterday and I see blueberry pancake flavor Captain Crunch. And I'm thinking, could this be the modern um equivalent of waffles? I mean, waffles and and pancakes are more or less the same same the same batter makes it, right? It's just a matter of how how, you know, whether you're placing in a, a pan or a waffle iron. So I'm, I'm considering making a purchase after we leave here of this Captain Crunch and, and seeing how this goes down. Obviously, the blueberry 
that might be that might throw it off, uh-huh. you know, because because I didn't, you know, there was no blueberry uh, flavored waffles. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, Captain Crunch is the greatest cereal of all time. I was saying that Captain Crunch might be something that we replace these statues with because um, <laughs> Ca- Captain Crunch w- w- has always been on the side of sugar and happiness. Mario, your favorite cereal of all time. My favorite cereal of all time is Frosted Cheerios. Okay. It's so funny that like Cheerios himself is is just is so bland. You might as well just be drinking the milk. But <laughs> but like it, it's the same thing because like like Frosted Flakes. But add Frost into any of these cereals and it, and it takes it up a notch. Like oh, you could no take doubt. any any cereal that, that's theoretically healthy, but you throw some sugar on it and, yeah, and, yeah. and we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Worst cereal, man. I'm not prepared for this question. <laughs> was was there a was there an Oreo cereal Oreos at one point? There was. Oh, there still is Oreo cereal. Really? Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't as good as say Cookie Crisp, but it wasn't bad. But I'm trying to think what cereal that I actually just said. I'm just throwing it this BS out. I <laughs> I, I give you my input for the worst cereal. Okay, I'm gonna go with Fruity Pebbles because you, if you don't eat Whoa. them in the first thirty seconds, it's a it's a wrap. If you don't uh, what? If you don't eat them within like the first thirty seconds or a minute, it's a wrap because they get all soggy. I like the I like the texture. I like that texture of well, I I started eating a lot of my cereals without milk. I would just just, just, just freestyle it. So I'm real. I think a lot good. of us did that as kids, though. Yeah, and right. I'm I'm really on point with um. Cocoa Pebbles now. Cocoa Pebbles and my favorite cereal boxes tend to be from the um the Pebbles franchise. They had a um I believe it was cupcake flavored um fruity pebbles. And that's the dopest artwork I've seen on the cover of a it almost looked like a uh a, a, a underwater casino. It, it was it was it was it was inspired work by, by the artist at, at uh and and I'm glad they're keeping the Flintstones going because the Flintstones are, are kind of oh, yeah. no longer, you know, people ain't checking for them anymore for anything other than that cereal game, which which which, which, which is still popping in 2017. Well, right. Glenn, since since you're a connoisseur, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Mario, have you ever had Wheaties? Yeah, of course. I've never had Wheaties in my life, and I don't understand them. Overrated. Not not a bad cereal though, but here's here's the thing about did Wheaties. the Olympics did did they make the cereal? No, I I know what you're saying. Why why do why do they have that that athlete tie in with, with Wheaties just just arbitrarily? I think what happened was they they got the idea to put athletes on the box and Bruce Jenner um, before before she was Caitlyn mm-hmm. was the kind of like the Olympic hero for essentially remember there was no summer Olympics in 1980 for the American team. So Bruce Jenner had like an eight year run of being like the Mr. Olympics when the Olympics were actually, you know, now we have so many other sports heroes. That's just like whatever. But when the cold war was popping, Bruce Jenner was just the dude for like a long time. And 
I think that's where people got the connection. I mean, they've had other athletes on there mm-hmm. other than Olympic athletes. The same like way, way Tang got the got the connotation with the space program. But here's the thing about Wheaties. Uh, one bowl, you're cool. Two bowls, you're cool. Three bowls, may as well be a laxative. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, here, here are a couple uh, cereals for you. Yeah. Urgelios. Yep, Steve Urkel had a cereal in 1991, people. <laughs> Sir Greatfellow. Oh, I'm... I'm, I'm that was one of the best. Sir Greatfellow is one of the 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 worst names. And what what's the other one? The com- the compliments, Sir Greatfellow. There was Baron no. von something. What Baron von Strawberry or whatever. There was Punch Crunch. There was. I've seen the site you're looking at. Hold up, one This sec. isn't a site. This is uh, Google Images. Is is this not a site? It's just Google. Go- Google, Google Sir Greatfellow, and you'll see another one that has um. Um, it also has a a name that that that's reminiscent of of the military. It, w- it was like a it was a companion cereal, the same way that um, Count Chocola and Frankenberry and all those go together. And Booberry, I remember as a youngster, I really enjoyed Booberry. Baron von Redberry. Yeah, that's it. And there's there's another one. No, oh, no, no, that's not. Yeah, you remember there nerds? You kiss, kiss hat, kiss crunch. Wow, that seems disturbing. <laughs> you remember nerds? Ser- nerds, um, yeah, candy. Yeah. They had a nerd cereal where where it came with two bags, and you had one side was a, a different flavor than the other side. Really? Yeah, and I guess you can theoretically mix them up as you please. I really like Thanks. the um, um, what's the yellow cereal? Golden, you know, um, what are they called? Golden Crisp? Not go- the, what are the, the yellow things? Yeah, is that Golden Honey Smacks? Crisp? No, not Honey Smacks. Oh, I love Honey Smacks. Honey well, Smacks are good. Honey Smacks is, uh, that, that's that's my runner up. Honey uh, Smacks have gone through a bunch of name change. You remember for a while there were Diggum Smacks? That, that must have been early on. They called them the, the frog? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Um, what's corn corn joint? You know what I'm saying? Though. Corn pops? Yeah, corn pops. Oh, corn pops. Yeah, yeah. corn pops is, are, are slept on. Gotta have my pops. Yeah, <laughs> but all of the major series, like kid series, are pretty good. I mean, Tricks is great. Um, Fruit Loops is great. I mean, you really can't front on any of them. But yeah, we, that's a question for next week. We gotta find out what what was the worst cereal that that we've ever tasted. You, that might be a question that we can put out to the public. Because let's do that. But but Baron von Greatfellow or Sir Greatfellow might be the be the worst name. <laughs> hey, let's jump into something. Uh, you know, you sent me a message about, and that was Foot Locker. Foot Locker. Foot Locker shares are falling twenty five percent or something like that. What's going on? Twenty six. What is going on? I mean, are are cats not 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 buying shoes like they used to? You know what? I've seen a lot of shoes that I thought would. Be, have sold out and they're on are, the shelves. They're on the shelves. Market price. Yeah, I'm tripping off of that. I was I was at the um the mall um a couple weeks ago and I'm seeing like the Jordan fours, the black ones with trimmed in blue, which I would have thought would be a you know a, a first day grab, and they're just laying there. The the foams, the fives, those red fives. Yep. I don't know, man. The, the red thirteens. The thirteens. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, mean, I thought those would fly. Is that Kanye West doing? 
do you think that that, that the whole Adidas thing kind of rode, rode Kanye got Adidas on a wave and now people are kind of like you know or just it seems like the other the the competitors to Nike are finally on the ball that if you have like $150 you want to buy a shoe it's not automatic that you're copping some Nikes while at a certain time there was literally no other choice you know what I mean Mara you don't, you don't think Kanye has had an impact on this what what is, what's the reason then I think uh, I think Kanye has had a a small I don't I won't give him full credit but I think what's happening now is people people now are just they're more cautious of how they spend their money and you know what I mean the the price of shoes have went up and if you think about it Nike is more popular for what the basketball shoe an average cost of a basketball shoe now it retails like 170 190 dollars and if you can go get a pair of Vans, which right now Vans are like yeah. one of the yeah. best selling shoes out, they are like average like seventy bucks. Yeah. Well, they said they attribute a lot of things to the whole athleisure market mm-hmm. that people aren't necessarily going for the performance shoe; they're just going for a shoe for fashion. Yeah. And before that, kind of was one and the same. Like your Jordans was, you know, at least once upon a time, when when you know he was active that was the elite shoe but it was also that was your chill shoe right but i think kanye got the the ball rolling for adidas is saying okay maybe we need to take a second look at adidas and then they poached a couple of designers from nike which i was told was kind of kanye's at his behest and those are the guys that started making you know whatever and then that that coincided with the um boost technology and that got people you know all the, th- those three things are kind of the 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 three pronged attack that led Adidas back, but it started with Kanye, I think, because you know if you had the Yeezys out and available, you would be selling as much as anything. If you had the seven well, fifties and like the, how many the turtle dove three hundred? But uh, of the let's just talk about Jordans real quick. Yeah. So are the Jordans? And I don't go to the I don't go to the the shoe stores very much, but mm-hmm. are are they available now more than they were in the past? You know, I know a lot of times in the past it would be such a small allocation. Yeah. Do they, are they putting out more of them? Well, yeah. Is that what they're doing now? Because yeah. you don't remember you, if you didn't get if you didn't get their thirteens. Yeah, the day by of. by nine a.m. on yeah. Saturday, you were out of luck. You were on yeah, basically nationwide any hot Jordan say from the last the better part of the last decade you had to cop no later than one o'clock on the saturday that they released and that was indicative of the limited supply but i also think if people are buying other things you know it's only so much to go down like if you got a like adidas was just a sleeping giant like nobody was buying adidas period and now if you have you know, a hundred dollars, you might cop like Adidas, some pair of, you know, track shoes or whatever. It's kind of a, a whole thing. Like I said, Vans has now gotten on the ball. I mean, New Balance has like some heat coming up, you know, I mean, Tony is back in the game. Yeah, they are. Yes. Yeah, I a like lot some of, of those that I, I saw on Matt's store the other day. And then, you know, like, like Asics, if you're for real serious about, you know, and then, you know, people just got hip, like, like, it's amazing to me that Nike was able to have this run from like 1989 to 2016 when it seemed like anyone could kind of like get the formula. Like, okay, 
why are y'all why do y'all keep making whack shoes? I mean, like Reebok has has actually Skechers has better shoes than like Under Armour for what me, I've seen. Let me ask you this. So you said that Kanye has had this effect on the shoe game for Adidas, and I agree with that. H- have we seen or not seen the same impact with Drake on that OVO Jordan line? Because I don't feel like that's had any impact on the game. No, because, I mean, it wasn't like Drake had this, like he was hugely fashionable. Like Kanye killed him by first getting the Louis Vuitton deal. So when he did the Nike deal, that already put like, you know, it was kind of like a prestigious thing. And like he was rocking them before we even knew what they were. I mean, I've yet to see a pair of actual Nike Yeezy ones on sale. Like wh- where did where did you even get those at? Like I don't recall those ever even being in a store. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think you know Jordans. Like it, you you couldn't even get Jordans to be hotter. Like like certainly Drake wasn't gonna you know. I don't know anyone could make Jordans hotter than they already were. I mean, if something's selling out by noon every time they drop, what you gonna do? Sell them out by yeah. <laughs> eleven? You know what I'm saying? What was the point? What What do you think, Mario? Well, the thing with Drake is Drake is not a influ- Drake is more influenced than he is influential when it comes to fashion mm-hmm. because he I mean he's never really had a style that he created he had a style that he adapted mm-hmm. yeah Kanye created styles yeah and I true. think that's the difference right there as far as selling goes and I mean Drake doesn't have a shoe he has a you know what I mean he has Jordan collaboration yeah it's a color Kanye actually has mm-hmm. shoes yeah so I, I think that's another difference between the two. Well, it's so hilarious to me that somebody like Adidas is paying Kanye, like, I think his deal is rumored to be like $10 million. And then James Harden's deal is like $200 million. And it's like, does anyone who knows anything about, you know, sneaker style and culture and and buying habits of, 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 you know, the market think that, that James Harden is somehow 20 times more valuable to your company than Kanye. Like that, that right. that's like laughable. You know what I'm saying? But here we are. Do you, do you think that Kanye has had, when no one's had an impact, I think on the shoe game as big as Michael Jordan has. Yeah. But next to Michael Jordan, do you feel that Kanye has had the biggest impact as far as making a shift? Yeah. I mean, I think you, you, you can say that as far as, what 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 was pre and post? I mean, because what's going to be the marker? I mean, you can you can. It's easy to say now that okay, Jordan came along, and Jordan sold, but that didn't necessarily proclaim the future that Nike was just going to be killing them. At, you know, since nineteen eighty five, but that's what came to pass. But Jordan was the marker of that. Like that's where you you draw the delineation. So like yeah, Kanye hasn't designed every single you know Adidas shoe that that that's booming, but he marked the point in time in which you just say okay, you know it's like like this is this is where the line started to to the trend line start to change. You know what I'm saying? And that was that was, you know, he'll get that credit. You know, obviously, we'll have to revisit this. You know, years down the road. But as of now, I mean, it kind of looks like that that's the deal. I mean, Shaq didn't do it for Reebok. Iverson didn't do it for Reebok. Now, did you see uh, that Jay-Z, he recently had an interview, um, I think it was on Rap Radar podcast, yeah. and he said that he bought three pair 
of the big baller brand sneakers. Yeah. Hadn't gotten them yet. I was mad they said that because they didn't. They, they told you that they weren't going to come until October. So I mean, it's not like 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 they're they're stiffing you on it. You have to if, if you have, if you don't have them by November. Oh, you you took it as it as he was like ticked he hadn't gotten them yet. I just took it as he was just saying I haven't gotten them yet. But yeah, but I'm saying, but but you know that it's not like that that like by saying that you're, you're well, you're sounding, but he's Jay Z though. I know what you're saying, but I think I think they probably hadn't even manufactured them in mass. They're probably making them after the orders are made. So you basically say this is a limited edition item. After, I don't know, four months, we, we get the, the orders. We send them over to, I assume, overseas, and then we start the production. It's like, you know, you, you're not, you're not going to have a bunch of inventory on hand when you, when you pre-order. You think that Jay-Z saying that is going to help out Big Baller Brand? Uh, By him saying that he purchased three pair. I don't think him saying that he purchased three pair would do anything, but... If Jay Z rocks them, yes, and and which if he purchased three pair, I assume they will. That's gonna do something. Yep. What do you think, Mario? I think by him saying that, I think it'll lead more people to be comfortable with going out and getting big baller brand shoes. Because I mean, like watching an interview, he basically was talking about how he supported the idea and he supported. He didn't. He said he didn't support the way that they did it, but he supported the fact that they did it. Yeah, right. the hustle. <clears throat> right. I thought it was. I thought it was a nice interview. I thought it was a great interview. The, the I'm waiting for part two. That, that keeps tripping me out, though, is that. Did you watch it all? Yeah. Okay. What keeps like tripping me out is that Jay Z is one of the few influencers that seems to be kind of like a free agent in the game, and I keep wondering, like, did the did, did you the, mean with what he wears? Yeah, he doesn't have a a, a a a specific brand that he's tied to. And like most of these rappers now have like deals that seem to be be structured like an athlete deal. Like Drake can't wear Adidas, right? And I'm wondering, have the companies said like, look, we can't risk somebody getting so hot that their taste could actually sway the market? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like you know, cats start wearing Vans and that's why Vans is hot. Vans is basically hot because rappers started wearing mm-hmm. Vans. And I mean, Kanye was one of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if I assumed that that wasn't on the list of the, the band shoes, but like obviously he hasn't worn Nike since he signed with Adidas, but that's such a bizarre thing that like you could just have a hot mixtape and then, you know, T Grizzly could, could blow up, you know, a company, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody out there, you need to be signing up T Grizzly. Shout out to the boy T Grizzly. <laughs> hey, did you see the uh, the running shoe that that Kanye's uh, putting out? Uh, yeah. Thoughts? Uh, not a fan. Not not something I personally wear. I know the wave that they're on because like those Rafe Simmons Adidas are like super bulky, and that's kind of like a. Uh-huh. It, it almost these shoes are almost looking like 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 sandwiches like it's just like if you had like a layer of cheese a layer of, and right, like they're right. really like bulky looking they remind me of some old Reeboks yeah I can't I want to see them on somebody other than Kanye who's always like wearing like the same sweats that he seems to be be, be stuck in yeah so I don't know I can't I, I th- another thing that's bothered me in the shoe game is that you you rarely get the good on foot look, you know what I'm saying? Like I like I like those new hyper dunk basketball shoes. It's like the official mm-hmm. Nike sneaker this year. Yep. And I'm like, 
can I get one image online of somebody wearing these from like far back? Not just here's my foot in the shoe, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, how does this look when somebody's actually a a human is wearing these? The human body is is also a part of the look with this shoe. Right. And you log on Instagram and you can scroll down for, for 10 minutes and you will not find a decent picture of somebody taking a photo of somebody else in the shoe. And it's, it's a problem. You're upset about this. What well, it bothers me because if you want to cop a shoe, I don't feel like going to the store every time and trying it on and seeing how it looks with. But, with, but people really don't do that anymore. They just need to see an image of it. I don't think that a lot of people, especially from a, and I mean from a, a style fashion standpoint. Now from a performance look, standpoint, yeah, I yes. mean, look, I'll cop it online, but I still want to see it. it. Like I said, if you just had a, a for example, I don't. A T-shirt isn't something that you have to really get, like, perspective with. If you see the shirt, you know how the shirt more or less is going to fit on you. Mm -hmm. But a shoe is something different because certain shoes are bulky. Certain shoes don't, like, hang with them. You know, like, nowadays the shoes are, they may have laces, but they don't have the tongue like they used to be. The tongue is just kind of like a circle in which Mm -hmm. you stick your foot in. So if you're wearing, like, jeans or sweatpants the tongue isn't necessarily gonna gonna provide that lip that your 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 pants like fit under and that makes a difference on a large percentage of the shoes that i might cop so it's like certain things i'm like yeah that looks dope but i still want to see it on and they're not giving me that option and i'm salty about it and this is why you are a local fashion icon that's what i'm trying to tell people i'm with it now now mario jay-z Announced his concert tour. We talked about this a couple podcasts ago. Are you going to go to one of the concerts? I am not going to a Jay Z concert. Why? You've been to one because I I've saw you to, in I've line. Been to several. Been to several. So don't get it twisted. Why aren't you going? I first of all, when the ticket when the tickets dropped, I didn't have I didn't have title when the tickets dropped. Okay. Second of all, I bought these. Uh, plane tickets to Orlando, and got other things coming up and going to Vegas, and that's the reason you can't get the three hundred five up until a week after. It's because of that trip. That's that's okay. That's right. You and okay. your girl going down there? Yeah. You hitting up um, what Magic Kingdom? Nah, I'm not sure yet. We really don't have like an itinerary. Check out Epcot. I always tell people about Epcot, but I'm a strong advocate of Epcot Center. I'm it, trying to get it, some seafood while I'm down there, so. Okay, but, but Mario, why? Besides that, you would if you if you had an opportunity, you you'd go though. Yeah, okay. no doubt. Okay, have you ever been to Disney World? No, I'm talking about Jay Z concert. Yeah, I'm talking about Disneyland. No, I've never been to Disneyland. You gotta go to Disney World, man. If you're, you're you're you can't be in Orlando and not go to go to Disney World. I've been there. I don't even care anymore. I've been there. That's I so just overrated. Times. It is. I mean, you've been there enough. It's just like, whatever. But have you been to any place enough? I'm just saying, you but it's, know. It's still. If you've been with Halle Berry enough, it's overrated. But I'm saying. I mean, what, even after the first time, I'm like, eh, okay. Whatever. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, it's a sh- if you're going to Idaho, you, you might as well eat the potatoes. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's one. Like, you can't be in Orlando and not go to. I see what you're saying. It, 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 it's the thing to do. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, buy the, buy the Mickey well, Mouse ears. Everything is, re- revolves around it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Without a doubt. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like you, you can't go down there and, and avoid it. Like, yeah, it seems like if, if you're going to go to Orlando and not go to Disney World, it seems like why are you even going to Orlando? You might as well go to, you know, I don't know, 50 other Tampa. places. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. So, Glenn. Yep. Concerts. You do not attend concerts. I do not concerts, uh, but, but I will attend boxing matches. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> would you go to a Jay-Z concert? Uh, or is I'll, that something you just say, I don't, I don't even want to go to a concert? Have you ever been to a Jay-Z concert? No. Yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't been. I guess I go to I go to um I don't even know if I'm gonna go to another concert in my lifetime. If there was one concert you'd want to see uh-huh. of an artist right now, who would it be? If you were to go, mm. I mean Jay Z would be on my short list. Sade, obviously. Um, you got to go to a Jay Z concert, man. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Disney World. <laughs> that's a that's a bold <laughs> statement. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would not enjoy it. My, my thing is, there is a certain reverence I have for for folks that I feel like just going someplace and being a fan just feels kind of like I don't know, like just just whack. If I'm not like 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 if I knew Jay Z, I would go to Jay Z concerts. But like just being like I have the music already, it feels kind of like like I'm not. I don't really. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this, Glenn. Now put a Ray Schremer concert. Go now. Uh, yeah. No, I've been to several Jay Z concerts. I never sat front row. I'm not VIP like Alex. Yeah. But <laughs> but no matter where you sit in that building, you yeah. feel like you were on stage with Jay Z and that's, that's no exaggeration. That's true. He he's done a good job of, of that. I tell you which the the best example of that was the Watch the Throne tour. Did you go to that? No, I did not. I was so mad. They did a great job with that with did you the go to elevated stage, yes. They did the elevated stages. That was great. Like they they came and I sat I sat on a different level for that concert and the the stages elevated. Okay. And then they had um one side, I think it was when they did uh Otis. They had like uh the Dobermans like barking okay. and, and kind of coming at you from the screen. And they they literally got they went up each uh, I don't know if it was each song, but it, it just gradually rose okay. um, throughout the concert, and they got to the, almost to where the highest level in the United Center, and you were like literally looking uh-huh. dead at them. It was really dope, and that then it just dangerous, and just slowly went. I mean, it was a. I mean, these are big. Yeah, yeah I got it. They were like uh, towers, hydro lift. Yes, yeah, that was a great. That was that was that was a great. Nothing touched that one though at Northern Kentucky University, the Blueprint, the Blueprint Three. That that was that was a great great show. You agree with that? I agree with that. 100%. How he came out, and I later read that he stole a lot of his that particular concert and how he moved and all that stuff from Bono. Yep. Yeah. Well, he quoted. He was talking about Bono. This this um, as far as being relevant at, at a certain age. So, when "Beautiful Day" came out. That yep. He was basically the same age as as Bono was then. Uh, so you know they had the, the on the run tour came to. Um, great American. Yep, yeah, I was there for that. Guy. Yeah, so I was there for that. I I, enjo- the, I enjoyed that. The best part about that blueprint. I paid for tickets for that, me. but I didn't go. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yes. Uh, the best part about that blueprint three concert to me mm-hmm. was when Ruben Patterson was heckling Jay Z. He wasn't heckling him. He, he heckled him. Wow. No, he was. I was right. I was sitting two things from Ruben. He wasn't heckling. He was trying to get his attention so Jay Z would give him a shout out because it was it was Matt. Me, Jamal, and then two things down was Ruben. We were front row. And Ruben was trying to get his attention. Classic and then, Ruben. And then he finally did. Jay-Z finally gave him a shout-out. When Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z was like, 
who is this dude? And he's like, Rube, what's up? Like, he literally, yeah, yeah. during the concert, was like, Rube, what's up? Rube was like, man, I've been trying to do. Lord. That was funny. And Rube's a big dude. Like, yeah, Rube's 6'7". Six, six, seven. Seven, yeah. That that was funny. Ruben, or he, Jay-Z was like, hey, man, I don't come to your job and try to. Try to. <laughs> he did. Because <laughs> Rube kept yelling at him, but he wasn't heckling. He just wanted him to yeah, yeah. You know, give him a shout out. I think Rube was with a new girl. So he wanted he to allow him to reintroduce himself. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was. You know what I loved about that show? You remember how he came out? Do you remember that? He came up out of the floor. You remember that, Mario? That that was when he came out of the floor and he was on like the I think like the third level. You could of the not stage, be contained. And he walked down the steps and he just got to the front of the stage and he just kind of paused and then the music was playing. That was great. That was great theater right there. All right, you know I've seen Hamilton, right? You have? Yep, it's excellent. Really? That's my new thing. I, I, no, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to oh. tell people I've seen Hamilton, and then when they say how was that, I say it was excellent. I've never. And you keep, you keep moving on because nobody's seen Hamilton to say that you have it. Glenn Riley, he doesn't attend concerts, but he will attend plays. That's right. Would you go to Hamilton? Yeah, I'm thinking about going when it comes to Cincinnati. Okay. I'm a huge fan of the theater. Yeah. But I'm saying, but that that's an experience that you can't, it's not like I can I can put like this. If I could just buy Hamilton on, on, on DVD, I'd have it. So I wouldn't be going to the play. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So th- that's my logic is that I I have the music already. So seeing you perform the music doesn't necessarily give me the bang for the buck. Because I told you about the, 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 the guy who basically stopped performing live, Glenn Gould, the, the Canadian pianist, mm-hmm. who basically said he felt that the concert – even though you were there personally, it was still basically a one times five thousand exchange. That, mm-hmm. that I'm one performer, yeah, I remember you saying and, this. but but when you're doing listening to a CD or whatever, it's basically a one on one exchange. So so even though you're you're physically in the presence of the performer, me with my Jay Z tape is actually a more intimate interaction. Yeah, I mean you've explained that, but yeah. I, I disagree. Yeah, but I think part of it too. And I saw Mario at the Blueprint Three concert. Is also the the, the celebration, the party. Yeah, a- yeah, I can see it. that. But I mean, I, I don't, I don't party either. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. When I'm in public, I'm just not amped. Which leads me to the next thing. Break it down. Is the party and parties that will occur in Las Vegas this Saturday? Yeah, Mayweather versus McGregor. Are you going to watch the fight? And where are you going to watch the fight? I'm probably going to watch it at my friend Greg's house. Okay. And I've already made pre-arrangements straight from Moth number two in Chicago. Bean pie, brother. To get a, uh, two bean pies, if not three, to be delivered at the party. Do me a favor. Will you save me some? Uh, I'm thinking about, I heard the, the order's already been placed. I don't know if they went with three or four because my coworkers want one. But if, if so... I'll, I'll get you a half of, of the um, the third one. The co-workers can have half, and you can have half. That's all I need. It it the the the, the route it takes it, it you get um, Moss number two makes it, but it has to travel the, the highways down through Indianapolis um, to 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 Moss number five in Cincinnati, and then from Moss number five. It, it'll, it's it'll, distributed. It, it'll be be delivered to Norm, and then Norm's wife will bring bring it to me at, at Bond Hill, and 
and that that that's the final drop point for for for, for, for supreme bean pie. What kind of execution master, is master this? Number two. It's it's the it's the old way we do it. It's the way we did it with, when when Elijah Muhammad was alive, and, and we <laughs> <laughs> apparently apparently they refused to to upgrade. They don't have a website, a bean pie website. No, nah, but I'm Google that. I hate it though because my my cat lives like in Cleves, and I've never been there. And it's one thing, you know, you go any place in the daytime, fine, but at night, the chances I'm gonna lose my my bearings. So I basically have a choice to either. Um, bum a ride from one of three people who I know is going. One of whom, um, I don't. Um, I'm normally not comfortable with the way Josh drives. Josh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If Josh, the last time I drive with Josh, 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 huh? Who? My friend Josh. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. You're saying I don't know Josh, do I? Uh, Josh Zilberberg. I don't know if you 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 know Josh. No, white dude beard. And um, that's, that's D- a lot of dudes right now. Yeah, yeah. My guy, D- uh, my cat DJ, um, he goes. He likes to go early, but my friend's got like a, a newer house, so like, like it's the old house was kind of like it didn't kind of warrant going early because it really wasn't like a party party environment. But the new house is dope, so it's like okay, like this yeah. is for the fight. Yeah, but he likes to go early, like like eight o'clock or whatever, and then. Watch like the preliminary fight, so I got to right. I got the bean pies real real early. I can't be getting a late a late bean pie. Okay, but like, see, so might go with his wife and kids. So I don't know if uh, if they want to be escorting me along, but he's he's right around the corner from me. And then it's my my dude Greg's um, wife's so you're, sister. You're riding with him because because I don't know where the I've never been to my friend's new house, and it's way out in Cleves, and it's like. You just don't want to get lost. Yeah, especially at night. Like I can get there fine, okay. but like, and he said, like, like it ain't no like, like. Well, let, let me ask you this question yeah. real quick. So, <clears throat> you don't have cell phone service, so yeah. you don't have. Can you? You can't use in your car. Yeah, my car. My car itself has a GPS. So okay, I, so you I, I, use I could that. Do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I rarely. I mean, I normally just plan out before I leave. So I, I, I've used my GPS like twice. You know really? I mean? Yeah. Man, I use mine so much. No, oh, okay. You, Mario, on my phone. Man, I use mine all the time. Well, anyway, so the fight. So you're going to a party, Glenn, to watch the fight. Yeah, I am so proud of you right now. Well, I mean, but a a, a fight party is different from a a like a Super Bowl party because okay. the fight just translates. Like you don't really. And plus, I guess it's almost like tradition now because, you know, back in the day, everyone didn't have the the hookup for right. the, 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 the top Mike Tyson fights. fight. Yeah, exactly. So, so basically, and, and I go back to the the, the Sugar Ray era, even. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know how that was. You like, went to Sugar Ray fight parties. Yeah, because my cousin had had a. Um, man, that 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 Sugar Ray um, Hagler fight is the all timer. You didn't you didn't have a ticket for that, boy. For a fight party? Yeah. Okay. And I keep saying, too, who are the people who are going to be ringside? Because, you know, with, with the with the climate in, in, in the rap game right now, you know this is a big enough fight to warrant being a, a, a Jay-Z attendant level event. Yep. So is Kanye there and is Drake there? And if so, you know, they, they it's not it's not all, all good in the hood between the, those three camps. It is going to be 
very interesting. That's going to be interesting, right? Very interesting. That's the angle I haven't heard anybody body pursue, but 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 we're pursuing it here tonight. Well, I had plans to be there for the okay. fight. My 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 ticket did did not come through. You are a money team affiliated individual. You you're you're not you're not necessarily on the money team, but you're no. like on the on the the credit team. No, the, 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 <laughs> what what what's what's further out out than that? Uh, I don't know, whatever it the, is. The, but, the budget team. <laughs> yeah, I my my ticket didn't come through. Um the the price of some of the tickets. Uh-huh. What is it? Uh, did I did I last see? And Mario, you can you can double check this, but it was like a hundred thousand dollar that that floor seat. Okay, some of those floor seats. You know what I was wondering? What if Conor McGregor and Floyd made a deal and said, like, look, you know Mayweather's gonna win. He's arguably the best technical fighter of all time, and he's with somebody who's never had a professional boxing match. Right, but. If Floyd carries him enough that it looks decent, why isn't Conor McGregor a boxer rather than an MMA fighter when you consider the money that's to be made is way higher for any Conor McGregor boxing match moving forward? So he now becomes a boxer. He fights, say, five regular boxers. Presuming that they're 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 whack enough that he can knock out and beat, you get a name for yourself, and now you're one of these dudes that 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 can fight Triple G, Canelo, whomever. You're gonna take the L, but you're gonna take the L as you're talking about from a payday standpoint. From a payday standpoint, because you've already lost enough in MMA that you're not like some undefeated dude that's going for the all timer, right? But you know you are in boxing. It's just way more valuable commodity. And if you do that, Mayweather signs up Conor McGregor, and for the next ten years, you know, you 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 getting you getting that money. You you build you you could probably build up another two hundred thousand two hundred million dollars just plan plan out my strategy that I'm speaking of right now. I don't see yeah. a ticket on here for under a thousand dollars. The cheapest ticket I've seen so What's far is twenty five hundred dollars. Okay. And that's in the nose nosebleeds. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Um, <clears throat> to answer your question, Glenn, but at the same breath, not answer your question. I I, I do I do agree with you from a a money standpoint. Well, what other standpoint is there, Pimpin? What other stamp? No. Well, I think with <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and I love the sport of boxing. I watch boxing more than I do UFC. I think UFCs. You a, pretend a, go to a gym every now and then. You, you, you <laughs> run on Sundays. The 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 uh, the UFC structure is, is set up way better than boxing. Boxing, so I don't corrupt. know about that. Well, yes, it's the, it's, the corruption. The corruption is, is is so bad. But the UFC eats its its stars. Like I already said, the problem with UFC and the problem with boxing are the opposite problem. Okay, and what that is mean? in UFC, you fight the best dude available every time. Damn right, right. And that means that cats that are seemingly great basically everybody other than bones jones has a loss by the time they're at fight number 10 and 
it's tough to build somebody as like the greatest fighter in the world when their record is like 14 and 3. So you're saying there's not the buildup like there is in boxing. Yeah, but boxing, you never get the fight that you want. Mm-hmm. And I always said they need to run this game like like they used to do in, in wrestling in the 80s where you just had the 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 we're called the jabroni wrestlers and you would just fight them on regular TV every week and you just built up your record. And then like on Saturday night's main event or WrestleMania, the paid events, that's when you went up against another superstar and that's when you might actually catch a L. But I would say like they need to have in boxing, I would say a one out of three, one out of four ratio in which you get three fights to do what you want, presuming you're fighting, say, twice a year. The fourth fight, we pick for you. And we keep that going for all the champions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and you would have a ratio that you can get your wins, you can build up your money, but every fourth fight, you have to fight a mandatory contender to make this worth something. So you get a, a, a balanced sense of someone winning, padding their record, getting some paydays in, but you still have to give the people what they want ever so often. Are you saying this for both boxing and UFC or UFC? I'm saying this for mainly boxing. Boxing won't do it. I, well, I know, but I'm saying, but, <laughs> but, but, but UFC doesn't have the name that they can even do it right now because, and plus UFC, I don't even know if anybody is, is if, if, fighting styles are so distinctive that you can even guarantee victories against like weak people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's not enough, like boxing is deep. Like there are cats that are like the 12th ranked in a division that could actually luck up and be like the number two dude. You know what I'm saying? On a given day. But, but MMA, I don't even think people know the, you know, like the people who are further down. I don't believe they have a name. Like, like someone like Bronner. Adrian Bronner is, by actual quality standpoints, isn't like a top 10 dude anymore. But he has a name, and he can still warrant a payday. Say he wants to fight Canelo if Canelo just wanted a, you know what I'm saying, yeah, a run or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's the joint like that that you can still interest. But, like, the dude who is the Adrian Bronner equivalent in MMA, no one even knows who that is. Right. That, I don't know enough about that UFC MMA world. I yeah. just don't. But I know enough about boxing that it would never happen. Be just be how corrupt. Well, yeah, obviously. Is. But I'm, I'm just saying. In, but by in theory, a, in, I get in what a perfect you're world. Yeah, that, yeah, that's how it needs to be structured in order to build up heroes, but still, like MMA wants to be ultra competitive all the time, and that. But by doing that, everybody, no one gets to be, be a, a real legend because everybody's gonna gonna take take L's. And boxing, you can just rack up wins and never fight anybody good and right that's that, that's not weak plenty that's of not times. fun yeah either. let's make our prediction yeah for the fight okay mario i want to start with you and i don't want just your prediction of who will win he wants a round how they will win mario i'm gonna start with you brother i'm going mayweather okay and nine rounds late round knockout Round nine. And I think that they'll actually, I think, I don't think he's going to knock him out, but I think they're going to call the fight just because, like, I think it's going to get out of hand. Okay. Because I think McGregor's face is going to be, like, swollen. Okay. Okay. So that's mom. I'm writing this down so we can come back to it. Glenn, 
that was more or less my thought, but just to be different, I'm going to say just Mayweather by, by decision, unanimous decision. Okay. I am going to go with Mayweather by decision. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I believe he's a I believe he's a showman and I think he likes to give people what they want. And I th- I think since when I, <laughs> I I think he's going to I think he's going to want a longer fight. I, however, I don't think he'll be as defensive this fight. Okay. I don't I, I do he he has said in interviews he's going at McGregor. And I do believe he will do that. I don't think he'll do that the whole fight. Because he's Floyd. Floyd's going to dance. He's going to show you that. I mean, that's how he shows off. He yeah. shows off defensively. Well, he's not, not afraid of him. Yeah. Well, if he's not afraid of him, he's going to have some fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 here's the thing. I, and I and I'll end with this, and we'll we'll segue to the next thing. But with with McGregor, I was talking with a guy the other day, and he told me obviously he's a big UFC guy, and he was telling me that Mayweather is not going to be ready for McGregor's style. I was like, what do you mean? He said, it's going to be so awkward that Mayweather has never seen anything like that in all of his years of boxing. Okay. Because he's going to come with this, you know, jujitsu, whatever uh, style of stance. But he can only punch with your hands. But that's, well, let me me say that. And and I'm agreeing with you. I'm going to get to that. But that's what a lot of UFC people are saying, that that Mayweather's just not ready for this style. But yes, Mario. So I heard that in the contract that if McGregor gets disqualified because he like kicks him or something, oh, I'm not saying he loses kick him, 90% of his of of his money. Purse. He's not going to kick him. Uh, listen, McGregor's That's not if he gets disqualified at all. He's not stupid. McGregor's a smart dude. I think he's a smart dude. Yeah, no, I think, I think he's he smart knows too. what he's doing. He knows he's going to get a big payday. Yeah, he's not messing that up. No. He he's not he's not messing with that money. I think Mayweather in a decision, and and I, I I will say this. Someone said, "How do you see Mayweather losing? Like, what way could he lose this fight? The only way I see him losing this fight is if he loses it, knowing they could have a rematch and make more money. Other than that, yeah, but that, that's not losing. It's fixed. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but and I, they're in on it. But I other than that. So basically, I'm saying he's not going to lose. So do you think yeah. he would jeopardize his record? That's what I'm saying. No one's perfect b- for, for no, more money. No, yeah. I don't think he would. But I'm saying that's that's the only. Do you think he can be caught? Because that, that's always the thing. Like, like can somebody punch, punch you out? It, and I'm like. Anybody could get. I mean, my thing is, how good of a puncher is someone who's in MMA as opposed to boxing? Because if you're that good of a puncher, I would assume that that would be like your natural you know what I'm saying? Like you're in a sport in which punching is a is one of your tools, but not the tool. If you're right, if you, if you perfected the skill of punching, it's not like you're you're from a country that doesn't prize boxing. You're you're from Ireland. Ireland is, is one of the you know there in Mexico and you know a few other places like boxing is is, is still hugely popular. Sure. So it seems like if you're such a good puncher. Why did you choose MMA in which you got to deal with a whole bunch of other stuff as opposed to being a boxer, which would seem like the natural fit? But a, but a lot of people are choosing that over boxing as of recently. Uh, not in those sports, not in those countries, though. 
Like how many how many Mexican people well, are choosing box choosing MMA over boxing? I don't know how many Mexicans, but I think in well, general boxing <laughs> is losing more fighters. I don't know internationally, but I mean, but even even still, you know, he chose th- this profession ten years ago. So even then, I think boxing was still, you know, what I'm saying even more prevalent. So yeah, I don't know, but but with UFC, and I'm not a UFC aficionado, but I will say this: I their their goal is not to necessarily win the fight standing up. Yeah. And that's what he's going to have to do yeah. on Saturday. No doubt. So, a couple things I want to rapid fire through before we get to our blast from the past. Yep. Did you guys see and I don't, I don't I think that this is maybe the second stadium that has this, but Chick-fil-A is now in the Atlanta Falcons stadium. Okay. Dumbest move ever. However, how dare you? You can't serve it on Sunday. Chick-fil-A is not open on Sunday. So they're 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 going to continue that stance even at at the during Falcons game. They have to. This this is this is what was reported. That's why I don't you know you know I, I've taken a, a personal boycott against Chick Fil A because I don't like their politics. Well, it's a it's a Christian <laughs> it's a Christian based restaurant. Well, I mean the owner is a Christian, but I mean and, it's and, not, and by law no Chick Fil A can be open. Well, I guess by rule no yeah, Chick Fil A can be open on a Sunday. Yeah, no, because he 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 states that. But I'm just saying that's one of the reasons I don't I don't, I don't mess with Chick Fil A. <laughs> I guess you can, if you go to a, like a Thursday night game, you'll be fine. But yeah, but that, that's that's once a year. Obviously, that facility, which is off the chain, is going to be open for it's a multi purpose. Mo- yeah, yes. but but that that's such a that just seems stupid. I agree. You would think they would serve on Sunday. Well, I mean, you well, could you well, could why make play some football good on Sunday if you if you're so Christian? Why why even why even play? Because that's still that's work. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's, that's Chick Fil A's rules, not the not the. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying. But but but, it seems like if I was the Falcons' ownership, I would have a problem with a place such as that who's not going to serve during my the the prime tenant of our of our facility. They should have put a, the canes in there. Well, you, you see, I've not had canes. Well, Oakley, right by me, they're building a Chick-fil-A and a Cane. Have you had Cane's? Yeah. When? You have? You I like had, it? I had Cane's in, in Columbus. You like it? Yeah. It's not, it's is it, is it as good as the hype? Here's yeah, the, the deal. Here's the, yeah, the sauce. Here, here's what I would recommend, and I, and I did this, and I did this personally. The chicken tenders that come with the sauce are not as good as, I would say, the Popeye's chicken tenders. But, okay. guess, but guess what I did? I've never not had guess the Popeyes. I, w- I went to to Popeyes. Canes, and I got the sauce, and then I went to Popeyes, and I got the tenders. That's smart. And I and I and I and I made and I made my own. And no, it's it what one of my best meals of twenty sixteen. <laughs> That's smart. I, I bought a. I, I I went to them and I said I heard that you can buy the sauce that you sell bottles of the sauce by yourself. They're like, no, I don't know where you you got that from. But I said, uh, we said, but we can like you know fill you up like a, a cup full and stuff. So I don't know why I said a large, but I got a large cup of the sauce, and it was it was massive. Like literally, I couldn't use this much sauce. You better sell it on the streets. Oh man, but it was but but it was like maybe three dollars worth. Like it, it filled uh-huh. up like it was a drink, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and that was the move. So so yeah, if you ever get a chance, you still I, got, <laughs> you still have some. 
Well, well, no, I, I, I threw it out after a couple of days because I figured this, I can't just be having this. Right. I, I need to do that again, though, and just buy just chicken strips at, at Kroger's and then have the sauce for it. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I would advise doing that. The, the sauce is really good. They, they sell Cane's is mainly the chicken strips and it comes with um, the bread or whatever, yeah, right? Texas toast or, or, or okay. what, what, what's the Is that what name? it's called, Mario? Yeah, Texas what's toast. What's the other name for Texas toast? Garlic bread, <laughs> especially garlic bread. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. It's not, and I think fries come come as well. It's it's really it's starchy as a mug. I would I wouldn't if you were low yeah. carb in it. It's probably not not the place to to be. But I'm, it, I'm I'm gonna try it sometime. All these places are open up right right near me now, and I'm kind of feel like 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 it's because of you. Jesus doesn't want me me to be thin. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more rapid fire things. Yeah, the I don't know if you've seen this, but the Major League Baseball umpires are wearing white wristbands in okay. support of other Major League Baseball umpires because getting the players and the uh, managers are arguing so much. Strikes, balls, out, safe. Uh-huh. It's like the umpires are banding together. Have you heard this or seen this? No. And they're wearing like these white bands of support for each other. Yeah. How about that? Well, they need to they be, they need, they need to be banned just like Kaepernick. <laughs> the, 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 like I said, the, the ball strike thing needs to be taken out, out of their, you, their, their said control. This. this is nonsense. And like, you like, said a machine, you said a the machine, the machine. Yep. We're all just, 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 just eventually there's going to be a machine doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a question. What happens if the, if the machine makes a bad call? Well, the machine is... is I mean, human it, error is human error. That's what I'm saying. The machine would have to be malfunctioning. And if it was malfunctioning, I think we could we could monitor, we could clearly see it. But as of now, you know you know, human error. It's like saying, well, if, the, if, if instant replay makes a bad view. It's mm-hmm. like, well, how can that even happen? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's done by, by microchips. I'm not saying it, it you know... You said you got the umpire there to announce the ball and strike, and he's still going to be mm-hmm. there to, to, you know, officiate any um, play at the plate. So it's not like you're getting rid of the dude. You're just taking the ball and strike out of question, and that seems like a, a consistency that that both pitchers and hitters and coaches would all appreciate. Okay, jerks. All right, my last thing. I I personally feel. That LeBron James, who is basically rumored to be leaving Cleveland after next year, tampering, which there's there with well, the tampering, I thought was with Paul George and uh, Magic. It's right? all tampering on the part of the Lakers. So, do you feel that LeBron James will be a Los Angeles Lakers when it, a Los Angeles Laker when it's all said and done, Mario? Honestly, I cannot map out what LeBron is thinking past this year I think this year like LeBron has been working out every day like three times a day I think this is going to be one of his best seasons in the past three years and that's saying a lot okay all right Glenn uh I mean I I assume that's gonna happen because that's all I hear I mean I don't I don't know um I don't have a counter narrative to that so I, I guess so and I I would say I would say yes and this is the reason I bring this up is because I could see LeBron playing for the Lakers because I feel at this stage of his career, he wants to then play off the ball. 
Okay. Opposed to, I don't know what the percentage is, but he played a lot more on the ball this year. 23%. Okay. So, <laughs> I see. I feel like Lonzo Ball, with Lonzo coming about, he runs point, LeBron off the ball. You got the whole Showtime experience. Well, we got to need to see how Lonzo does to see if he, he he's, I mean, he looked true. And, and Yeah. But did you hear about the, um, the rumor that what actually conspired with Kyrie is that presumably they pitched a trade for Phoenix that Phoenix would give Kyrie to, um, I mean, Cleveland would give Kyrie to Phoenix for Eric Bledsoe in the number four pick. Cleveland would then send that number four pick to Indiana for Paul George, and that was to be the trade, and all parties agreed on it, but they Cleveland wanted to clear it with LeBron because for it to work, they needed a long-term commitment for LeBron, right. and LeBron apparently couldn't grant them that, and Kyrie somehow found out about it and potentially by David Griffin when he got, you know, after he got dismissed. And thus the the situation we find right now. So with that being said, well, one, do you believe that? It sounds plausible. I agree. Secondly, do you think Kyrie will be a Cleveland Cavalier this year? At least to start the season. Okay. Mario? I don't think he can be. Think damage is done? Yeah, that too too much damage has been done. Every press conference is going to revolve around that whole situation from the offseason. And especially if they if they struggle early, it's definitely going to be so much talk and so, so much going on. I, I think they have to go ahead and, and, and deal, deal the hand while it's hot. Okay. But they're in the finals regardless, right? You would think. Like like the you, the the one addition that the Celtics made isn't gonna postpone the team that 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 defeated them four one. I'm not gonna say Hayward. they. I'm not gonna say they easily march to the finals, but I do believe they do. Mario doesn't, but I do believe they get to the finals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like. I think you make it to the finals even without Kyrie. Actually, mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't. Without Kyrie, it depends on who you get. Yeah, but I mean, but any, any top fifteen point guard in the league, I think, gives Cleveland enough to make it past the Celtics. That's all you. That's that's basically the only team we're talking about, right? There's nobody else in the East that we think is, could beat them. But I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland does go uh, get Dwayne Wade because it's rumored that the Bulls are going to agree to a buyout with him. Okay. I'd like to see that happen. Have you heard about that? I have not. I have not. That's news to me. You kind of rattled my brain a little bit there. I'd, I'd like to see see Anthony Davis get get down with the team. And now – now, now it's game on, Golden State. Mm. It's going to be a great NBA season. Well, let's jump into our blast from the past. And I got one playoffs. I got one for you, Glenn. <laughs> okay, I got one for you. Now you're going to know this song, Glenn. Okay, it is a classic. You're going to know this song off the bat. But there is a a piece to it that I think you'll know. Okay, after we listen to it from the actual video that this artist put out. Now. 
This song came out in 1983. And by the way, to the listeners, if you go back and listen to the last couple podcasts, you will notice Glenn has a love for the 80s. Most of the problems that he solves in 2017 have to do with the 80s. Have we noticed that? Uh, I haven't noticed that, but but okay. Wrestling from the 80s. You love the 80s. Well, I mean, but they, they switched up. But you love the 80s. I guess so. That's, that's a right. VH1 show. So, <laughs> song came out in 1983 and became the number one song in several countries. Now, this artist had to re-record the song several times and put it on her future albums okay. because it was such a large hit. Now, she was born Gaynor Hopkins from Wales. Okay. Mario, let it ride. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming around. You're being topical. Very much so. Take it too long to get to the chorus. Total eclipse from the heart. Of the heart. <laughs> now, what do you remember about this video? I don't know. Smoke? <laughs> there was smoke. It seems like like that was. I, who is the artist? Is this Linda Ronstadt? Who is this? Bonnie Tyler. Okay, I, yeah, I don't know the name. Total Eclipse of the Heart. And if you remember the video, there were just random people in the video. Okay. I mean, they were like football players, just, just like random people in the video. Oh, wow. But there was, and, and, and this is where I need your, your Glenn Riley soccer knowledge. Okay. Or football to kick in. Now, in the video... There was an urban legend, a long-running urban legend, okay. that a soccer player, as a, as a, I don't know if it was a, if he was a child or um, a teenager, okay, appeared in the video, and he grew up to be a famous soccer player. Right. Uh, now, he later came out and confirmed that that wasn't him. Oh, that's a shame. In 2012, that's a shame. That's a damn shame. Gianfranco Zola. Okay. Long and he would not he he would not basically address this rumor. <laughs> she and Franco for, for years. The Italian midfielder, I think. <laughs> he was he was pushed against the wall to answer this question. <laughs> why, and he why is that something that you would you would have a problem with one way or another? I don't know. Did he like the rumor? I don't it was it was bizarre. I mean it was like I mean it was like a, a big topic on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that it's true, because why would you deny it? If it, why, why would you avoid it if it's false? I have. There's to, something I, shameful I, that occurred on that that set. I can only assume. 
one of the um, I always tell people the Bob Marley documentary is is one of the 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 greatest things that have been made this past um, century. Like uh-huh. you've got to watch it if you if you if you care at all about Bob Marley. But it's almost like and I, going, and I do going to a concert. Let I mean, real talk. Let me know when you do because I I I can only enjoy it at its fullest seeing it with people who have not seen it yet. So so I'll make an appointment with anybody if they want to watch the Bob Marley documentary. Can we have a party? A Bob Marley documentary party with bean pies N- and no, cane sauce? We can bring bean pies, but it can't be. I, I have to see it one-on-one with all of the people because it maximizes my opportunities <laughs> to see it. That's too much. But 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 there is a video, um, Is This Love? And he's jumping around, mm-hmm. I want to know. Right. If it's somewhere. And there is like a nine-year-old Naomi Campbell in the video. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think that's like her first like appearance on on screen of any kind, or whatever. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is well, it love? Is it love? Is it? This is how I'm feeling. Second time you've sang this podcast. I mean, the you, people the people crave it. You, you we got to give the people what they want. <laughs> well, Mario's got to go. Mario's got things to do. Mario's a, a a a a real real decent boyfriend though. He he's he's doing he's doing the right things, but he's he's taking her on vacation. He's showing her the world. So mm-hmm. I, I hope hope this woman is appreciative of, of of the effort that Mario's putting in. Mario Mario's living paying off his debts. <laughs> he's on the right side of the of the of the Glen Rally credit approval scores now. <laughs> so so big up, <laughs> Mario. Any any comment? Uh, no, we gotta bring her. We gotta bring her in for 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 the podcast. Yeah, we, hey, Mario, can we get her in? No, that's gotta. That's got. We gotta. We gotta figure out a, a theme in which we can get get. Um, we just gotta have just a Mario couple couple session. Oh, like Jay Z said, we don't don't bring in my girl. Don't bring in my kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick, but b- before before you play that music, the other night I watched three episodes. Of wilding out, and I'm telling you what, we've got to get Nick Cannon on this podcast. Just watch Game of wilding, Thrones and shut up. Wilding watch, out was so good. Watch Game Have of you Thrones. watched it lately? Yeah. Watch, watch Game of Thrones and I shut up. Old, uh, Black China. I didn't see the one with Dave East yet. Okay. Just watch do Game, you, Game you, of Thrones. Do you like wilding out? Yeah. It's good. Have you watched it? You said it makes you cringe. Yeah, I don't like it at all. No, the thing I like about Wilding Out the most is the fact that nobody thought that it would make it past like three seasons. No, like no, season no nobody like, thought no, they no should. No doubt. Oh, people love that show. Yeah, well, they need to stop it. That, that, that shows how, <laughs> how whack people are. Just but, watch, watch Game of Thrones. I, oh, I am. I'm planning to. Yeah. I'm planning to. So they said it's going to be a long hiatus, too, like the end of 2018 at the earliest. At the earliest. After this. Yeah. Okay. And th- this last episode, was this the final? One of this, the next this, one is the final. Okay, Th- this okay. last episode was off the chain. Palmer, Palmer told Palmer's not here yeah. today, but he told me to, yeah. to okay. tell you yeah. that he thoroughly enjoyed. That. A lot of people are having th- there. There's a lot of criticism as far as the 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 war strategy got leaked, though. Yeah, but I mean, but no one. I don't think you know pe- people respect the game enough to watch it when they watch it. But the the battle strategies of some of these participants at at, at best seems flawed mm-hmm. at best. I'm going to watch it. Cool. I'm going to get into it, and then I'll give you my feedback. Cool. We want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the No Further Comments podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacham. And I'm Glenn. Yep. Grinding. <laughs>